I think that's a great way to segue into hour two. Yeah, let's get an hour two. We're going to talk a little basketball here. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk hour two. Let's go hour two, man. Uh, there's a lot for us to talk about. We got an All Star Weekend coming up. Michael Jordan having comments. Uh, I mean, commercials because oh, brother, commercials fucking suck this year. But we may hit that in pop culture. Uh, we got the Nets. We got the All Star game. We got the Lakers. We got the buyout market. Where do you want to start? Um, shit. Are you going to Utah tomorrow? Uh, Saturday. Saturday. Okay. I got to make sure that the baby is okay. And then from there, I'm good. So I was already like, I really did want to go uh, tomorrow, but I'm just going to go Saturday. Look here, man. You're an American icon and a great hero. Real quick while we're on the baby thing. I was grocery shopping for Valentine's Day Monday, right? Wife's at work. Got my daughter with me. Uh, you know, got her in the little, uh, you know, little car seat that you can take, you know, the car seat carrier joint, right? Yes. And uh, got her in the shopping cart as I'm, and I'm just grabbing the food and stuff to cook for uh, Valentine's Day. And one of the guys at the grocery store goes, you on daddy duty? Like, yeah, man. Hey, bro, that's good, bro. That's good. Uh, you love to see that, man, because a lot of niggas out here wild. And I'm like, thanks, dude. You just made my day. But me just bringing my daughter to the grocery store with me because I got shit to do should not be a flex. <laughs> like, I, I didn't do anything good. I just need to go get groceries. And I was babysitting. Or not even babysitting. I was just, I was keeping, I was watching my kid, you know, like. Well, mom was busy and I also needed to do this and it made more sense for me to have her. And because we're parents, <laughs> that's what I was going to do. But I appreciate you for complimenting me on, I don't know, getting dressed today. Yeah, but and I just, <laughs> and I go, not what this is. I go, and it was a black guy. It's like maybe it's a black dad thing. Well, and, that, and that's almost really what you have to take it as. It can't even really go any other way. And I just go, bro, y'all really out here just just leaving it in there and just thinking that nothing else matters after? Like, they have no fear when they hear that someone is pregnant. And that goes to show that they don't care. Do you not look at that young human being and go, oh, my gosh, this this looks like me? This looks like me. This wants to be around me. This wants to – this – when and when she gets older, you'll get to see. This does – has a lot of characteristics that remind me a little bit of me. Or you'll at least hear it from your wife telling you that, man, she's really acting like you. Yo, she has bow legs like I do. She's lanky. Her, like, you see how my pinky kind of, like, goes in a little bit? Mm-hmm. Her pinkies go in like that. It's just, like, you know, it's the little stuff that only you'd see because you know the weird features about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how could I not do what I can for you? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're came for me. Yeah, and I mean, of course, like I said, it looks like you. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you'll see. Like, you know, even for me, like I know Smart's got her mo- mother's nose. Um, and really, her head shape in general. She looks like a Hodges though. She does. Then she's got my hair. There's like a lot. Of, it's just like a lot of stuff. Bro. 
or you'll look at it, you're like, damn. It, he really just sit there and go, how y'all niggas out here not raising your kid? <laughs> Why don't you want to? Yeah. I, I just feel like we got a solid crew who like takes pride in being like parents. It's only three of us, but we, we got a couple that are getting ready to join. Do we? I have to imagine, so I hope so. I hope that uh, certainly we got two mar- two uh, weddings. weddings that we're getting ready to go to in the next three months. So, yeah, some starts Somebody's going to get busy here soon. Yeah. Niggas are 30. What you waiting on? Well, I guess it, I guess it would depend on how many kids you want to have. Like, I want at least two more. One more, and you can go ahead and uh, give me some surgery, Doc. I'm out of here. Give me two more. I need two more. Anyways, let's talk about uh, we got All Star Weekend coming up, and uh, NBA All Star Weekend is not what it used to be because LeBron James ruined All Star Weekend by not being in the dunk contest. And once LeBron wasn't in the dunk contest, it told all the young upcoming stars that they don't have to be in the dunk contest. And now we have a dunk contest with uh, Kenyon Martin Jr., mm-hmm. Ak McClung, who's in the G League, uh, two other niggas who I can't think of. What's his face? Uh, Trey Murphy the third. Trey Murphy the third, and they just replaced Sheldon Sharp. It's, yeah, with somebody I don't care about. Well, he got. Uh, I guess he's hurt. I don't know. And now they've got a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's the center for the New York Knicks. I know this because they played the Hawks yesterday, and they kept talking about it. Uh, Somebody we don't care about. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta get his name though. He's gonna get his name right. Jericho Sims. Oh, and then here are our judges. Uh, tell me if you're ready for this. Jamal Crawford, three times six man of the year. Guy that's never, I get it. He's a TNT guy. I, I kind of get it. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa Leslie. Carl Malone. Makes sense. Utah Jazz. He's going to Carl Malone make a public appearance. They are talking about it. Well, could they do John Stockton after the uh, Modera or Pfizer, uh, the vaccine shit that he did at Gonzaga to where they made that such a big stink? They should have got Jerry Sloan, man. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, Jerry Sloan's dead. Maybe they should have got Jeff Horace that. <laughs> Somebody. I mean, Carl Malone, the, the hide your kids, hide your wife. Well, what were they going to do? Get Darren Williams? I, I don't know. Carlos Boozer. I mean, Andre Karolenko, AK-47. They could have got him low-key. He knows the thing, too, about getting dumped on. So, Carl Malone's probably the right answer. No, nah, he's the best jazz, and he, he's the greatest jazz of all time. But, like, he's the greatest Twitter, jazz Twitter, 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 let me not say social media. Twitter, of course, wants you to not forget things about him. Um, Harold Miner, two-time slam dunk champ. I didn't even realize Harold Miner won it twice, but – Harold Miner, and then, of course, Dominique Wilkins, which makes a ton of sense. Nick actually got drafted by the Utah Jazz and the Hawks traded for him. One of the few draft day trades that worked out for the Hawks, unlike the Trey Young and Luka Donage and then the Pal Gasol, Sharif Abdul-Rahim trade. But such is life as an Atlanta sports fan. 
Uh, who do you like in this dunk contest, man? You. <laughs> I actually got it right uh, last year. Um, who was it? I don't remember. I don't remember either. If I look it up, though, I can tell you exactly who it was. I don't even have to look up who won. Bro, like, that's the problem. My name, I'll like, remember. Hey, hey, who does John Morant think he is thinking he can just hang out all-star weekend? You know, whatever year, you know Anthony Simons won it one year. Was that last year? It might have been. Obi Toppin is who won last year. Hold on. I think it was 2021. And I think yeah, I took Anthony Simons. I'm almost certain that he was who won. Yeah, no, who, it was 2021. I took Anthony Simons to win, and he did win. And who is John Morant to think that he gets to just walk around All-Star Weekend like he's that guy not participate on Saturday? You know what I mean? Like, hey, bro, you ain't didn't shit this league. Get your ass out there and go dunk. I We get Zion can't go out there because he's hurt again. Uh, and he always will be. Who, who else is young and and, and this, got some? Who, exactly. I tell you what, and this will be this. will be this Now, because you've already named two. Ant-Man. Hold on, who, Ant-Man. Who, who are your – if you could – if you're on NBA Live 2006, but it's 2023, who are your four dunk contest participants? If you could handpick them and they have to do it. Ja. Ant-Man. Healthy Zion. No, no, I'm going to go with what we got. Go yeah, Ant-Man Zion. in there. Zion. Nah, Zion is hurt. He ain't going. I'm, I'm trying what to go. That? Hypothetical. It's all hypothetical regardless. You want oh, Zion on. Oh, if we're going hypothetically throw Zion in there, that's my three and my fourth. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, and this will surprise people a little bit. Somebody I would like to see in it that I thought would have been good to do it, kind of similar to how Josh Smith when he did it. I throw John Collins in that bitch. John Collins isn't a bad choice because he could he he's a nasty dunker, and 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 you know he's gonna like. He's t- and you got to throw one bigger dude in it. So he's the bigger dude. He's the big guy in it. Yeah, bro. I think that's yeah. Uh, maybe a Jonathan Kaminga. Okay, come bucket. Okay, I'm not gonna call him that because he's a man. Hey, that's his nickname, isn't it? Well, look here. Well, the fourth person you would put in would probably be LeBron James. In reality, even at this age, we would still love to see LeBron do. No, because LeBron would win it no matter what. Because LeBron would come out and say, "If I make if my dunks go in the basket, I win, or I'm not doing it." Kind of like Beyonce said, "If you want me to show up to the Grammys, you give me awards." You know, um, but no, that's what I would want it to be. And sadly, the three point shootouts become the place where the superstars go. And again, it's a shooting league now more than it than it was. But yo, dog, Mac McClung. Mac McClung is in the fucking G League. How do you get to go to the biggest NBA stage and participate in one of the most hallowed events in NBA history? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole three-point shootout that's become more popular now in the in the age in the era of the three. Yeah, I know it's a thing, but dog, being the best dunker in the league that meant something. MJ, Kobe, Vince Young, of oh, that Vince Young, Vince Carter, Jay Rich, Dominique. Uh, 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 uh what's my man's name? You know what I mean? Blake e. Brown, uh, Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard, Jason, Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon. Like you, Aaron Gordon got clout. Aaron Gordon will be another good. Him and Zach country. will be good again too. Okay. If one of them added to that group, you could easily throw yeah. one of them in too. I just didn't want to use them because that's chalk. You know what I mean? But like, 
and, and I take it back to LeBron. LeBron ruined the dunk contest by not being in it. Because now all the other young guys go, shit, LeBron didn't do it. I ain't gonna do this shit either. Let me see. Skip Bayless is right on that one. And it's I mean, you could I mean you could throw um dang Spider already don't want. I'm gonna say Spider Mitchell, but he don't want it. Shit, Dame, he was in a three-point. He was in a dunk contest. You remember that one year, he did everything. Yeah. And I think that's what it should be about. But, you know, now it's, hey, if you get her All-Star Weekend, you messing up the team and you ain't care about the team. And I'm just like, what about playing and having fun? And I don't know, man. It's a lot of, it's a lot of shit that's ruined the fun of it, you know? You, know, you get so caught up on the result that you forget about going out here and doing these dunks is fun. I, I'll give you, hey, I'll give you another guy. He's obviously he wouldn't be able to do it. I had to kind of do a little research to think about it real quick. Miles Bridges, if he wasn't dealing with what he was dealing with in Charlotte, he's another guy with a ton of balance. Miles Bridges, shit, like he doesn't close. He doesn't close that out. I guess they ain't, they just, they ain't gonna let him play this year. They got a Deshaun Watson this thing, man. Because the horse will still have his rights and have the right to offer him the qualifying offer, and then from there, anyone. Can but play. nobody wants to be the first team to offer. Well, they gotta see Jordan do it first. Because if Jordan does it, it's okay. Mitch Kupchak broke silence on Miles Bridges, saying, "I'm looking for it now. They're leaving the door open for a, return, for a reunion once the investigation reaches its conclusion." I thought this shit was over. Oh, he pleaded no contest in October. Oh, the NBA is the NBA is conducting their investigation. You know, after he completed no contest, so the NBA got to go in and act like they give a damn about this shit. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Kevin Durant had a quote about the Kyrie trade, uh, but I want you to t- ramble on about whatever. I'm gonna go. Use the bathroom, and then we're going to talk about the Nets when I come back. Well, then I'll just pick up where you're leaving off at with Kevin Durant getting introduced today and having his uh, uh, jersey pulled out, and we get to see that he's going to go back to Trey Five. Uh, always thought it was a good call on his end because he's, you know, he's looked at as the number 35 in the NBA. Um, and it, it it's it's going to be really interesting at the end of the day um, with what Phoenix can do. They're hanging around right now. I don't think they're going to beat the Clippers tonight, but they're hanging around currently um, at home. But I think that once they get a guy like KD, it's going to really sure up things for them, um, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I don't I don't foresee really there being any team that's going to be able to hang with it because. Kevin Durant, you could argue, really is not only the best scorer in the NBA, but he's also arguably really the best player. I mean, I know Giannis is also put in that pantheon of guys, as he should be. Um, but guys like him, uh, they they change teams. They make teams contenders. And he's going from a team that is pretty well set up to – well, he's coming from a team that wasn't as well set up, even though it had the star power, to a team that's really well set up that's already been to the finals recently. And I don't see how we don't have that type of success 
uh, with these guys going forward. I really don't. So it's going to be really interesting to see uh, once he does come in, what he can do for this team. Everything. Well, would you would you argue that I know Giannis is obviously typically put it kind of in that spot. Uh, some would say Luka Dodge, I guess. But like, would you say that Kevin Durant really, when healthy, he is the best player in the NBA? I think he's the best player in the NBA, and I, I think that he's also the easiest person to bring into a team at any point in the season because he's such an efficient scorer, and he can score in the flow of an offense. And he can also isolate and go get his buckets to make sure that he scores. So his offensive game is so diverse that it really doesn't matter how you play basketball. He will get his 30. Which is why I think this move works for them. Because where you saw Luka and Kyrie go playing hot potato for who takes the last shot, I think that with Phoenix having a, a legit point guard, who can run the show, Devin Booker, a 1990s throwback wing, and Kevin Durant, a seven-foot three-level scorer who can play as a wing, who can, who can score from on the ball, or he can go post up and, and play in that short corner. Oh, uh, and, he, and he's a two-way player. People don't even talk about how good of a defender Kevin Bro, KD's defense is, is amazing. He's yeah, a, bro, like he's a great he, – he will guard anyone. He's great at the rim. He, but he can guard anyone. Yes. Like, okay, uh, Phoenix gets Memphis in the playoffs. He guarding job. He'll guard fucking job. Like, he or, will guard him. And he'll get Jaron Jackson in foul trouble because that, all that nigga do is foul. <laughs> hey, but no, first team all like, defense last year, correct? Say again? First team all defense last year, correct? I mean, he's a great defender. He's just, yeah. Hey, you know, Memphis offered four first-round picks for Kevin Durant. Wasn't enough. I would have threw Bane in and just gotten the deal done because the John KD thing would have been crazy in Memphis. KD probably said, hey, man, I ain't trying to go to the fucking country. I don't blame him, though. I mean, Phoenix is great for him because the thought would be that this is where he probably will finish his career. He can finish his career there. He can still go touch his investments in Silicon Valley on a quick flight. He can go to L.A. He can – Go hide in San Diego because I feel like these niggas be hiding in San Diego doing weird shit in La Jolla. Uh, you know better than me where we'll go. Well, we're not what never necessarily we'll go, go, but where these guys would go in but, that area. But Phoenix is also, I mean, like Odell lives in Phoenix. Really? Yeah. He'd never sign the Cardinals. Go ahead. Um, I tell the story about the night I was supposed to go to the club with people and I would end up in the sex with Odell and them, but uh these niggas didn't go to the club to like two. And I had to get on the road at like six because I was driving cross country. I don't know. I don't think I've heard of this one. Yeah, so you know, I, I got didn't, I didn't even know that Odell lived in Vegas. Yeah, so I got friends who got friends and uh when I was driving cross country this to, to move to move back to Georgia. My friends who has friends who happen to be in town and they were going out after um, they were going out. Phoenix is a mix of Los Angeles and Utah and Salt Lake City to me. That's like kind of what it is. So I was supposed to link for dinner, but they was taking too long and I was hungry. So I went and ate first and I had to go pick up one of my partners from the airport who's going to ride with me across the country. 
Then I was waiting on the text to go to the club. I fell asleep. I wake up at like two. Hey, bro, we on the way you trying to go? Nah, man, I got to drive 10 hours in the morning. <laughs> I was trying to leave early at 2.30, 3 o'clock. Not leave the hotel at 2. Long story short, I find out that um, uh, Odell, DK, all them, they all out together. And I just would have been. Like, yeah. I don't know if I want to be around him. You know, he got blue hair and a nose ring. And I ain't on that time. I don't hang out with people who look like that. Drake might have been there. Who? Drake. Why well, want to hang out with Drake? It's Odell Beckham's bestie, right? They're like really good friends. Or at least that's the way it's portrayed. Hey, when you were talking about Kevin Durant and in in the last year, the Nets have lost three top twenty players in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, two All Star starters, one who's just getting shafted on the All Star shit because people don't like how he left Houston and 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 uh, Brooklyn. But on the way out, I mean, on the way out, Kyrie had his talk. He said what he said about Brooklyn. He said, "Hey, I'm happy KD got out." Uh, a lot of shit going on over there. James Harden had his comments. He said, yeah, yeah, I thought I was crazy, but nah, bro, like it was <laughs> everything ain't what it seemed over there. And Katie obviously requested a trade during the summer, which means something. But the media narrative is that those three don't know what the fuck they're doing. Although they're Hall of Famers. <laughs> they're iconic players. All three of them put a stamp on the game that's going to last beyond their playing days. But we're supposed to give the coach Steve Nash, the GM Tom Marks, and the owner Joe Side a benefit of the doubt and say that they are running the program right and them three niggas was wrong. They're I'm, all three. You know how they do the – the. I'm pretty sure that they were all on it. Let me see. The all-NBA 2010s team. They should be. Kyrie probably – Kyrie may not be. Really? I think he should be. I think he should be, but he may not make it. All right, here we go. This is who's on that team. Let me see if they're on it. Uh, we Katie so the first wait. First team, blah blah blah. Let me just go to Wikipedia because let's say James Harden was the best shooter in the twenty ten. Have they hold on? Let me just type in LeBron James because I know that that would have to be on here. I just want to fact check it and make sure. Let's see. They don't have a Wikipedia page for it, but. um, God did. Oh, yes, he did. I don't know if they made one. Hold on. Hey, James Harden won MVP in the 2010s. KD won MVP in the 2010s. And uh, Kyrie made the shot. Kyrie's maybe the most skilled player to grace the NBA floor. Okay, all-decade first team was Steph Curry, KD, LeBron, Harden, Kawhi. So you got two first-teamers from the 2010s. Right. 
Uh, second team was Chris Paul, AD, Westbrook, Carmelo, and Blake Griffin. I am shocked Blake Griffin's on there. He was um, so good at the beginning of the 2010s. Getting so in Kyrie middle. Kyrie is not on here, and that's it's nah. a little it's a little surprising to me. But uh, on the third team is because they've got old guys on this third team: Lamarcus Aldridge, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, Giannis, and Paul George. You said Giannis is on there. 2010s. If we're talking 2010 to 2019, why would Giannis not be on there? Well, why the fuck is Kobe on there? 2010 to 2019, Kobe probably should be on the second team. In reality, Kobe was done after 2012. He was done after 2013, 14. Oh God! He retired in 16. Those last three years were kind of yeah, you know, him just kind of being there. Um, because what 16, 15, 14? Yeah, so 2013 is the year he towards the kids. He was averaging 27 a game at 35. Hold on. I'm I got his I got his basketball reference page up right he's now. 27 a game. 2012, 2013, uh, he was averaging 27 a game. Let's see, points per game. 2012, 2013, yeah, 27. I'm sorry, bro. That shouldn't make you all that should not make you all 2010s. He won a title in it too. I mean, so let's not forget that. Like he's one of the people with one, a ring from that. I mean, yeah. talking to you, I know Kobe Bryant does no wrong, but he should not have I mean, been all be, should have been all 2010s. I'll tell you, Kyrie should have had Lamarcus Aldridge in the spot. Well, they probably did it by position. And really, I wouldn't have put – let's see. No, because – well, I guess Harden would be the two-guard on the first team. Yeah, no. Nah, I, I, well, there's no center, and I get it. There's positionless basketball, right? But, like, what, is KD the center on the first team? Is LeBron the center? Like, who the fuck's the five? So, who cares? It's front court, back court, huh? It's basketball. But nah, man. Like, <laughs> point being is, there's no point guard on the third team. Hey, but but let, let let's let's get back to to what we're talking about though, right? The Nets players, the big three that's getting shitted on, and you could throw in big Ben Simmons in there too. They are more accomplished. They have achieved more in this league than that front office and that ownership has. But yet, they're the problem. And if you've had this. Probably Pete, you run a business, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine you get really high end talent that comes to your business. You don't even understand like why these motherfuckers are coming. You go, y'all really want to come here? I mean, y'all. I mean, we're gonna take you and do and, and and use you. But yeah, then they come there, they hang out for a couple years, and then they leave. And then when they leave, they say. That goddamn Parlay Pete, man. Whew. Nice guy, but shit. <laughs> eh. But then the narrative goes, oh, man, Parlay Pete's running a great business there. And those guys who left, they were stupid for joining together. And, and you, you sit there and you go, well, thanks for the positive media coverage, but. But remember, too, the first thing that they said about it when that did form. It's not enough ball. And and these guys were always injured, bro. They were never really – how many games did they say that those three played together? Bro, they didn't, they didn't even play half a season worth of games together in three years. But that's not why they – that's not why but they broke up. Because Harden got traded. But that's not why they broke up. Because if everything else was right, 
they would have been like, hey, dog, we ain't been healthy. So let's just get right. But then when the rumors are, with not even the rumors, the Suns were trying to get KD and Kyrie to join up with Book. That's that's reported. And if it wasn't, it's been reported, but I'm telling you, that's they were trying to get KD and Kyrie. And when Horse floated out there, Oh, Kyrie and James Harden are going to be free agents. Don't be shocked if something happens in Phoenix. He didn't pull that out of his ass. Now, well, it made so, a lot of sense. I mean, I so, when when Kyrie was up for sale, I looked at you because you have to literally look at teams and say, well, where does this even work? Then it's like move off of Chris Paul. He's older. The money would match up to where you know it makes sense at least in a swap. If KD were to have stayed in Brooklyn, Chris Paul could play with Kevin Durant that could, it could have worked they wouldn't have probably won anything but like it could have worked along and, with some other pieces like and despite what the media says niggas would rather play with Kyrie than Chris Paul different eras of basketball different eras of basketball different places in their career Chris Paul is pushing 40 Patrick Beverly called him a traffic cone. <laughs> I don't think he's a traffic cone, but you know, um, he's more like a, a median. He, he he has a purpose and he stops certain things from happening, but he ain't stopping the flow of traffic. He ain't, he, he ain't a traffic light no more. <laughs> You can you can drive over a cone and you know yeah. nobody's gonna be upset about it. And, and but when Pat Bev said that, the media was outraged. The players weren't. The players just said, "Hey, dog, you ain't supposed to say that on TV." The media was like, "How? No, CP three. He's this many. He's this still this many time all defense and like hold on, Bill Simmons. Have you have you played against Chris Paul? Pat Bev. That's that's who guards Pat Bev." And Pat Bev is not an offensive maestro by no means. Well, and they played together too. They were teammates at one point. So in practice, I'm sure that they were duking it out. And if he's sitting here saying, hey, bro, this nigga is dog food. <laughs> I, I think that's the thing that bothers me. Chris that, a smart player there. That members of the media will discredit a player who plays against somebody in their opinion when they are describing how someone plays, they go, yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And I go, hold on. He was on the court with him. He's on the field with him. Like when uh, DK Samuel said that Bradbury and them can't cover. And Josh Holsey is like, nah, bro, they just mad. They just mad because they got beat. Maybe. But if Debo said that nigga can't cover, he played against him. It was like, bro, this nigga can't cover me. I just I, Brock Purdy can't throw the ball. Nigga shoulder them fell, uh, elbow them fell off. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Lakers. They looked really good yesterday. And I was texting you. I love to text you during Lakers games. Cause I, I take the bait every time. I didn't get to watch it. I see, you know, I'm dealing. I was with the sick child, but like, I mean, my God, you are you just going to be a great dad every day? No, I'm just telling you why I didn't get to watch it. But uh, I did look up uh, 
I, I took them two yesterday in my picks. Um, so, like, I wasn't surprised that they won, but at the same time, uh, they had no choice. They had just – they fell to that team prior to the trades. They lost to them in New Orleans in, like, a crazy fucking comeback, too. It was crazy how Lakers blew that game. But um, I mean, they blow games like uh, Corinne Stephens blows cock. That or – I know you were gonna, you wanted to bring something else into blowing a lead, but regardless, <clears throat> I thought that that was a game that they absolutely should have won. It's a team that will probably be a playoff team, and when they get Zion back, we'll see. You know what that's going to look like. They look good with Zion. They were the number two seed at one point, maybe even the number one seed was Zion. I need to see them do this on the road uh, in Phoenix. I need to see them do this on the road at Memphis. Like, I want to see them do it against the better teams in the West. Go to Denver so, and do this. Like, and they, the last time they played, blow, blow out Denver at home. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, bl- blow out somebody else. Like, last time they played, Memphis beat them. Beat the, beat the, oh, beat the fucking Thunder. Okay. I don't. I think they last time they played Memphis and Denver, they won though, didn't they? Because you know Jokic, Jokic be MVP a lot, but when he when he run into AD, that boy turned into Samuel Dallenberry. <laughs> Talk about an old NBA name reference. <laughs> well, when 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 Jokic see AD, he, he that nigga see Candyman. Just giving it to him, huh? I, Cause again, cause you know how AD is. AD on any given day, AD can be the best player in the league. For sure. And when he runs into the Giannis's of the world, the Jokic's of the world, he usually gets pissed off and go, "All right, bro, let me let me go out here and be him. Let me go be Hemothy." And back to that bubble championship. I know y'all don't want to count it. You mean the Mickey Mouse ring? You know, that reminds me of Space Jam uh, when Bugs and Daffy were at Michael Jordan's house getting his uh, shorts and shoes and shit. And he was like, what kind of Mickey Mouse shit is that? He didn't say shit, but that's what he meant. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, the Lakers look good. D'Lo fits in well. Uh, LeBron has the type of team LeBron actually needs. I think had they not made the Russell Westbrook trade, they could have had a similar team with with more because they wouldn't have given up what they given what they gave up, and uh, they would have been trying to win a championship. But KD came to the Suns and uh, that shit over with if they stay healthy. I don't believe in Denver. I don't believe in Denver. I'm sorry, but Denver has shown with that core that they can go to the West Finals. They did it in the bubble. But hey, but but also here's what happens with Denver. If Denver is in a nip and tuck game, and somebody at the top of the kid and to get a bucket, they ain't got him to do that. You're right, Yoke, because Jamal Murray is who you're going to probably lean to do it. Michael Porter can make an open shot, but Michael Porter does not have the. They the traded Bones Island. Michael Porter doesn't have the leash. To go get that bucket. 
Mike Malone is pulling him if he goes looking for that bucket. That's a Jamal Murray Jokic play. But the paycheck says that he should because they gave him a max. And well, well, you had to give him the max because somebody else would give him the max just to take him away from you because he's a six ten ball handling scorer. He was number one in his class coming out, and when healthy, he looks like a guy who was number one in his class coming out. I get what you're saying in regards to them. They don't really have a bucket getter, but. And Jokic can be slowed down in the playoffs. When he starts doing all that bumping shit, they ain't going to call them fouls in the playoffs. Jokic, you could tell too, at least from when they got beat by Phoenix, can be a hothead as well. Yes. He can kind of similar to like Luka. Luka's a little bit of a hothead. Like, he ain't a little bit of a hothead. He's a lot of a hothead, but because he's uh. He's a uh, European. The media covers him favorably. Do yeah. they cover Giannis favorably because he's African? Yeah, actually they do. Yes, Giannis gets favorable European coverage. I think he's just a likable guy because of his personality. I, I think some of that is true too. But I want you to go watch when you finish Bullies of Baltimore. Because when I tell you the conversation I want to have about it is very little football, it's more so culture. That's how we can kick off uh, next show, too, by the way, for our football aspect. And how people were rooting against them because of the way they acted, which then brings me back to some of the uh, mainstays in black culture that are not you know, viewed favorably by the media, the brash, the shit talking, the I'm better than you, so I'm going to whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. And, and that turns into, you can't give them bulletin, bulletin board material. Hey, no, dog, I'm a shit talker, so I'm going to talk shit no matter what. Right. Oh, yeah, man, he got his tail tucked because he lost. Not really. I talked my shit and I lost. I dapped him up after the game was over. He gonna be like, yeah, nigga, I got your ass. <laughs> we gonna dap, hug, and then we gonna leave. But you never talked shit before, so you don't get it. But anyways, yeah, now nah, we'll 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 talk about that bullet to Baltimore. But the buyout market, man. Oh, real quick before we go to buyout, uh, Luke Kennard to the to the Memphis Grizzlies. I think that was the best move of the non-blockbuster moves. I watched him with them, and the way he moves off the ball and can catch and shoot. Desmond Bain, count your minutes, buddy. Dylan Brooks, you keep you keep trying to beat up on niggas with your soft ass. Count your minutes because Kennard is gonna play hard on defense, but he moves without the ball. And golly, here here goes. He plays the game the right way. Of course he does. And he doesn't have a ch- – but, nah, Luke Kennard, you remember at Duke, he was a bucket. A lot of those Duke guys typically are. But, no, 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 Kennard. No, I'm saying, I, yeah, I, mean, I remember, like, he could shoot the fuck out the ball. But, no, 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 no. He did it for us. But, Kennard, Kennard was a bucket. Not like J.J. – like, J.J. Reddick got more buckets than Kennard. That's because J.J. Reddick was the, the one. But the way Kennard got his buckets, Kennard got his buckets off the dribble, off the pull-up. 
you watch Kennard play and you go, he likes black women. <laughs> His favorite basketball player is not Larry Bird. You know what I mean? Like he had, and again, for for some of you who may not watch basketball from high school to high school to pro. Most of these niggas in the league were buckets before they got to the league, and then they had to change yeah. their game. They had to change their game once they got to the league. And Beverly was like a thirty-point scorer. In oh, high so one night I was in Applebee's in Albany. I ran into somebody who's from Chicago, who played, who played with and against Pat Bev in in the shy in high school. Mm-hmm. And when he was talking about Pat Bev, he was like, nah, that nigga was a bucket. Like, Pat, Pat will give you 30, 40. Like, it's nothing. But, you know, uh, Tony, golly, what's my man from Memphis? Played with the Celtics. Tony, Tony Allen was the same way. Tony Allen was a bucket. And then he's tried to get bucks, and Doc Rivers said, hey, man, we paid Paul, Paul Pierce to take that shot. If you want to stay on this team and play – You'll give him that shot and you won't take it no more. <laughs> then he realized, oh, I got to play defense to stay on the roster and get burned. But that's what basketball is. Like, most of these niggas are buckets until they not. Then they got to change their whole game and, like, learn a new game. If you've ever been in a gym with an NBA player playing pickup, Anthony Johnson, do you remember Anthony Johnson? Yeah. He's a guard. He played for the Pacers. He played with the Hawks for a little bit too. He worked out where he used to work out at our gym. I actually got to play against him. Um, you know, half court. Uh, I think we were up four on four. Four on four. And when I tell you, bro, like if they wanted to, they could win every game. He could win every game that they had played if he had wanted to. Because all he had to do was come down and basically pick on whoever it was, it didn't matter, and get you on the elbow and turn and fade, and he made it every fucking day. He seemed like he was more so practicing to get the run and then to kind of work on his three-point shooting because he's taking it from deep to, like, you know what I mean? And so – Doc, have you ever just been in the gym? That's why Dwight Howard can go to Taiwan and fucking shoot like a 50% three-point shooter. (laughs) Like – but here's the thing. I've been in the gym with just some college basketball players. And I've, like, rebounded for them. And you just watch how they shoot open threes. You go, oh, you going around the world, five threes at each spot, and you missed four shots. And you ain't even like that because you play here and you go in there and your basketball career is counting down overseas. If you're lucky. You know what I mean? And you just and you watch that and you go, oh, because again, I got a partner who played overseas. We were playing pickup one day a couple years ago. And he was bullshitting, right? Because, you know, he's better than everyone out there, so he's not going to play hard. He's just taking stupid shots. You know, pull-up threes 
where people think they're contesting, but because they're not putting their hand actually in his face, they're just putting it up. You go, oh, that's not a contest. Like this nigga just shot over you because he looked at the basket. He didn't see your hand. And then I remember this one nigga was like, because this one dude, he hit like back to back threes when he was standing right there. Like, oh, okay, yeah, bro. About to be me and you, we going at it. He just was like, oh, no, nigga, I'm not sweating right now. You're no. And he just started just getting to the elbow, pushing off bucket, pull up three. Oh, you in my shit bucket. And you go, Boy, you it's a big difference between uh 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 mid-major swag overseas and a good pickup player. Right. And that difference is huge. But what's up, man? We're, we're quiet and boring right now. I'm I'm looking at because the, they got this clear Spanish game on TNT. Okay. You said the most underrated pickup was the Luke Kennard. Eric Gordon and Bones Island do the Clippers, bro. Like, I mean, I don't think they're I, underrated, though. I, how much is going to help them? I just, I think that I already thought coming into the season, if you got a healthy PG and Kawhi, like the Clippers are low key from one to 10, the most talented team in the NBA. Fully yeah. healthy, the Clippers are the most talented team in the NBA. And you then see, uh, Paul George's quote. And then you you get rid of Luke Kennard, and that's what you basically trade him for. You basically trade Luke Kennard for Eric Gordon and Bones Highland. Because that's basically all you gave up. Luke Kennard with those two. Did, I did like that? that more. And then you might get Russell Westbrook in the buyout market. Did you see uh the PG quote? Regarding Russ. Regarding uh a championship with the Clippers 100% will outweigh oh. a championship being with the Lakers. He's stupid. Yeah, okay, yeah. If you want to take it from the perspective of they've never won here, like, so it's more special, sure. But a championship's a championship. So I don't know. Yeah, okay. LeBron winning a title for Cleveland, <laughs> him winning one with Miami. Like, okay, yeah. We get how that could be said. But you're just trying to make up an excuse for why you didn't go to L.A. now. Like, well, why, no, I'm sorry, why you didn't go to the Lakers? Because you're trying to, like, hide the fact that you know that you fucked up because you know that if you were playing LeBron, you've been the more healthier of the two out of you and Kawhi. And certainly with LeBron and then, then eventually them getting A.D., you got a little one, probably two titles at least by now. Hey, probably Pete, if the Clippers and the Chargers go back to San Diego – I'm relocating. Well, we know the Clippers aren't. I know. And the Chargers aren't either. I know. If if, if they were there, I'm I'm a San Diego guy to death. It's D me, please. Um, you got any more basketball shit you want to talk? You want to get to like some of this pop culture stuff so we can like close this shit out. Let's head to pop culture because it is midnight. Well, 